catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Well, hopelessness is the root of anxiety, mental illness, and even depression. It's the source of all misery and the cause of all addiction. Yet, in a very bizarre, backwards way, death is the light by which the shadow of all of life's meaning is measured. And someone is like, why exactly are we talking about death? Like, come on, why are we starting an episode of the podcast and we're talking about hopelessness and death? Okay. So being wrong opens us up to the possibility of change and being wrong brings the opportunity for growth because when we bother too much, I mean, when we give too many Fs, when we choose to bother, you know, to give a lot of Fs about everything, then we feel as though we're perpetually, continuously, eternally entitled to feel comfortable and happy at all times. That's when life actually Fs us up. And of course, happy, yes, by who? Who exactly did happy again? Pharrell Williams. Yes, of course, everyone should feel happy. But you should have these also at the back of your mind that it's really important to open yourself up to being wrong as this brings the possibility of change, the much needed change. Yes, welcome to Tony's Tech Side. I live stream on africatechradio.com every weekday from 9 a.m. West African time till midday, wherever you're listening from. Just like, comment and share. So, Burkina Faso, Mali, and Niger Republic say they are pulling out of ECOWAS. Ah, okay. Access Holdings is coming for all your lunch. I mean, pension funds, digital lending, cross-border banking, all of that money. And when Google Podcast finally dies, because it will in April 2024... Where will you be? Here on this episode, I'll share options for podcasters and podcast listeners. And finally, Elon Musk has succeeded in implanting something in somebody's head. Don't take my word for it, guys. Share your stories with the rest of us on WhatsApp. Text or send a voice note on 0913-558-1766. Please add plus 234 and remove zero if you're texting from outside Nigeria. All of these stories that we're talking about here in this episode of Tony's Tech Side will delve into all of these stories in a bit. On Sunday, the 28th of January 2024, well, Burkina Faso, Mali, and Niger Republic, you know, announced that, you know, he actually don't cast. We're quitting the Economic Community of West African State, ECOWAS, and they announced the quitting of their membership. These three countries are currently under military rule, and, this, and uh, they actually cease to be members of ECOWAS, uh, allegedly from them, according to them, because the... ECOWAS Commission, in a swift reaction, said that they are not aware of the withdrawal of the three countries. And they said that it hasn't been officially communicated to the Commission. Burkina Faso, Niger, and Mali, in a joint statement on Sunday that was done in Ouagadougou, Bamako, and Naomi by their military leaders, Captain Ibrahim Traore of Burkina Faso, Colonel, Colonel Asimi Goita of Mali, and Brigadier General Abdulhamain Tiani of the Niger Republic, they announced their withdrawal, and this was done through the TV stations, uh, the media houses in these three countries. They said they were moving away. They said that ECOWAS had moved away from the ideals of its founding fathers and pan-Africanism. Well, as I said, don't be too much in a hurry. Even if these guys are saying you don't cast like Mali... Uh, Niger and Burkina Faso. The ECOWAS Commission is saying, well, if you believed it, Omo, Nadawa and I actually cast because 
Burkina Faso, Niger, and Mali remain important members of the community and the authority. These countries are struggling with jihadist violence and poverty. And the regimes that control these three countries have had tense ties with ECOWAS since the coup that took place in Niger last July, July 2023. The coup that took place in Burkina Faso in 2022 and uh, the one in Mali in the year 2023. All three of them were suspended from ECOWAS with Niger and Mali facing heavy sanctions. And these sanctions range from, you know, economic sanctions to ban on travel, border closure, freeze on assets belonging to the government and its supporters. And we hope that these issues can actually be resolved in good time. Well, a lot of people have said that Access Bank and Access Holding is clearly coming for some people's meals. I don't know if I believe that. But what I know for sure is that the Access Golf Nigeria Limited, which is a majority state shareholder of Access Pensions Limited, a subsidiary of Access Holdings, has secured the no objection from the National Pension Commission and approval from the Federal Competition and Consumer Protection Commission for the acquisition of a majority equity stake in ARM Pension Managers Limited, ARM like ARM. This will create Nigeria's second largest pension fund administrator by assets under management. The group C of ARM Holding Company Limited, Jumoke Ugundare, said that, you know, the ripe conditions for the consolidation in the market you know, is important. And she expressed confidence in the ability of this merger, you know, this consolidation, this combination to form a formidable pension funds administration business. And the National Pension Commission of Federal Competition and Consumer Protection Commission's no objection and no and approval actually mark like very significant step towards the ultimate realization of this particular strategic move by access holdings um, in the successful navigation of the regulatory landscape that would make this dream come to fruition. And this dream was not just a dream that started like today or yesterday. It's been in the works for years. To help you better understand the importance of this move by access holdings, you know, to take majority equity or stake in ARM pensions, the top five pension fund administrators in Nigeria control over 50%. That's about 56% of the pension enrollment, according to the official data from the National Pension Commission, PENCOM, in Nigeria. And as at March 2023, Stambik IBTC pension led the pack with over 2 million retirement savings account holders. That's the number of persons who actually have like savings accounts, their retirement savings account with them and this is about 20 percent you know of the 9.5 or 9.9 or 10 million approximately registered contributors and then access access yes access pfa that's uh, the pension uh, had over 1 million first off do you see the gap what 2 million 1 million and this is about 10% of the total registrations. Some believe that even this 1 million by Access PFA is driven by the successful acquisition of Sigma pensions and the majority stake it has in First Guarantee pensions. Now, ARM Pensions Limited is third with over 800,000, that's about 896,000 retirement savings account holders. And this equals 9% of the total registered contributors. So this is like the number second and number, number third, right, on the list coming together. 
guy. It's a whole lot. Access Holdings have had their eyes on the top spot for a while, and it only just took time. In 2022, Access Holdings acquired Sigma Pensions and then First Guarantee to form Access Pensions. It will also interest you to know that Access is also expanding across Africa as it recently completed acquisition of majority stake in Finbanko. Finbanko is Angolan, yeah? And this happened in May 2023 when the company announced that it had gotten regulatory approval from the Central Bank of Angola, Banco Nacional de Angola, uh, but was waiting to receive the approval of the Angolan Competition Authority. Then, earlier on, Access Bank and Standard Chartered entered an agreement to acquire Standard Chartered's majority shareholdings in its subsidiaries in Angola, Cameroon, the Gambia, and Sierra Leone, and also its consumer, private, and business banking businesses in Tanzania. Access also announced that the bank has entered into an agreement to acquire majority equity stake um, in Africa Banking Corporation in Tanzania and Bank ABC. That's Tanzania. That's not all, guys. Access Holdings PLC. Yeah, the parent company of Access Bank just recently announced in January that it has received approval in principle from the Central Bank of Nigeria for the establishment of its consumer lending subsidiary, Oxygen X Finance Company Limited. So, guys, including digital money lenders, Access Bank is coming for your lunch. You need to watch out. Nonetheless, I see the behemoth, a behemoth rising in what Herbert Wigwe and Aiguji Aig Imokwade, you know, are doing with Nigeria's biggest bank by assets. Assets Bank, Nigeria's biggest bank's bank by assets as at 2023. Now, despite all of these good news, despite all of the mergers and acquisitions, which Access Bank is starting early in the year to really push for. And despite the expansion that's happening, that we see happening with, you know, getting majority stakes in banks in Angola, in Tanzania, you know, just trying to expand across the continent. I see something with the payments, cross-border payments, and I see, you know, Access Bank becoming more like what Echo Bank is on the continent of Africa. Despite all of these things... Why is it that Access Bank in Nigeria still gets trolled and dragged on the streets of Nigerian Twitter every AK market day, you know, for quality of service? It's alleged customers and maybe former customers always do this. Access Bank, as you're expanding, you know, across you know the different financial sectors and across the borders of the continent, you know, of Africa, countries in Africa, I hope that the customers here in Nigeria would continue to receive, you know, quality service for all, you know, the services that you actually render. And, well, to all Access Bank customers, you know, beat your heart and say that, yes, your bank is actually going places. You can go places with them and hope, you know, that when you go those, to those places with them, you'd actually receive, you know, get like the fruits or, you know, of getting... Or, or being in a bank that now is pan-African and that doesn't just control one part of the financial, you know, isn't just a big player in one, only one sector, but it's, you know, a big player across sectors. Oh, the Nigerian National Petroleum Com- Company, the NNPC, has acquired 20% stake in Dangote Refinery for $2.76 billion through a $1.036 billion funding from Lekki Refinery Funding Limited of which 1 billion of it was paid to Dangote Refinery and 36 million 
was for transaction costs. Well, I'm very sure that those connected to the NNPC would be singing and shouting for joy because, well, things have started to look up for the NNPC. According to data from the NNPC Limited's newly released audited financial report for 2022, it showed that the state-owned the state, I mean, like the Nigerian-owned company pledged 35,000 barrels of crude oil for, you know, per day as repayment for the loan that was taken. Aside from the 35k forward sale, the NNPC has also, you know, a 90,000 barrel per day oil for debt financing deal of 3.3 billion dollars with Afrexim Bank. Well, where will all of these monies be paid from? Don't worry, the NNPC has it covered. Yep, to complete the 2.76 billion dollar um, for the 20% stake, the NNPC agreed to give Dangote Refinery a 2.5 billion dollar discount on the official selling price per barrel on 300,000 barrels per day and 100% of NNPC's portion of any dividend declared by the refinery throughout the repayment period. Yup, yup. So that actually like settles it. But as I said, the Nigerian National Petroleum Company Limited and all those, you know, that are attached to what it has become in the last few years in terms of the revenue and growth and the plan to this point in time i think they actually deserve like an applause because they increased the revenue by 37.2 percent from 6 trillion naira in 2021 to 8 trillion in 2022 the company also recorded profit after tax of about 2.5 trillion naira representing oh an over 200 percent increase when compared to the 674 billion it recorded in 2021 let's also talk about the non-current liabilities that stood at about 19.98 trillion naira while current liabilities were about 29.3 trillion naira and that translates to total about 49.3 trillion naira in liabilities at the end of 2022 but then the financial statement is a sign of progress for nnpc you know over the years especially in the area of profits in 2018 the nnpc uh, recorded a loss of 800 billion naira while in 2019 the loss was reduced to 1.7 billion naira by the company and the company turned the corner in 2020 when it recorded a profit of 287 billion naira for the first time in its history by 2021 that profit jumped to 674 billion naira so big ups for you know everyone that's uh, connected to that growth and everyone who's connected to the plan the strategy and the execution that has made you know your nnpc uh, what it is now and maybe we can return nigeria to its glory days when it really really benefits you know from oil and also transition the economy from you know oil base in terms of major you know form of revenue for the government to services or you know something else but let's not just be relying on crude oil well <laughs> you won't be able to use google podcasts after april 2nd 2024 Yes, in case you haven't heard this before, and you'll no longer be able to migrate or export your subscriptions after June 2024. I'm sorry. This is the announcement of the death of Google Podcasts. Now, how can you move your Google Podcast subscriptions? There are several ways you can access, you know, instructions on how to move your Google Podcast subscriptions directly to YouTube Music because that's where Google is favoring. So Google wants you to use YouTube Music instead, like have your podcast there, then have it on Google Podcast. So you can export them as an OPML file that will be enabling you to upload them to another app. 
If you haven't gotten an email from Google with a large manage subscriptions buttons on it, you should find a notice along with the links at the top of your Google podcast app the next time you open it. Or you can go to the Google support page for further instructions. If you do plan to move to YouTube music, you may want to read the small print first. You know, according to the support page, any podcast that doesn't comply with YouTube's community guidelines may not be automatically transferred. In that case, you have to manually add it to the YouTube music using an RSS feed. On the other hand, if you want to try one of the podcast apps that, you know, I'm going to give options about, come on, be my guest. And also drop a comment, you know, on the options that you're using. I mean, podcast apps, which ones are you using Okay, so I would my, the first option would be Pocket Cast. That's the first option, right? One of the options that I think would replace Google Podcasts conveniently. Now, the main page shows your subscribed podcasts as either a list or a grid. If you've got too many casts to immediately view, you can add filters for such options as in progress, start, or release date. You can advance your audio by 30 seconds, you know, or back it up by 10 seconds, create a queue of what to listen to next. You know, if you're you know curious, you know, there are lots of things you can listen to. You can download episodes manually or automatically, put them in a playlist, set a sleep timer, make episodes as played. You can archive episodes too if you want to, you know, get them out of the way immediately. So it's actually a great place to actually start. Uh, the paid version Pocket Cast Plus adds the ability to organize your podcast in folders, gives you access to desktop apps and 20 gigabytes of cloud storage, among other features. And this is for like $3.99 per month and dollars per month and $39.99 per year with a one-month free trial. If you sign on as a patron, you get 100 gigabytes of storage and early access to features for $9.99 a month and $99.99 in a year. So option B will be Podbean. And Podbean is actually the one that I use currently. <laughs> when you look at the websites, you know, Podbean is mainly like, like an app for podcasters than it is for like a podcast, you know, listening app or app for podcast listeners. Still, it has a very useful mobile app and it comes loaded with a lot of um, sample podcasts, three of which I already checked for you. So the free version, you know, shows actually shows ads at the top of the homepage, but there are no ads on the main page of each podcast. I hope you understand what I mean. Yes. And there are also a couple of nice features. For example, you can change the language of the interface. You can auto delete the play um, downloads and auto download episodes from specific podcasts. And if you suddenly realize you're running out of space, yes. The free app allows, you know, for five hours total. So by the time you run out of space, you can clear your storage. And if you want to change your homepage to the following page, you can get a Podbean unlimited audio subscription for $108 annually or $14 a month. That also removes the display ads, the ads. Yes, when you pay $14 a month, it removes those ads and gives you unlimited storage space. Now, there's also Iono FM, and that is South African. And there's Podcast Addict, and there is CastBox. Now, while all the other apps that I've just talked about are dedicated podcast apps, they're usually for like podcasters. Spotify, you know, is mainly the one that's, you know, like uh, we can say is um, would be great for podcast listeners. 
right? Um, while a lot of people have used Spotify for music listening, you can also use it, you know, to listen to podcasts. A button on the top of the homepage on the Android app takes you to podcasts and shows where you see a series of suggested casts. By cast, I mean podcasts. And there's a search button on the bottom. If you tap that, you can either browse through suggested podcasts or you can do a search. And once you find the podcast you want, you can follow. That's uh, Spotify's version of subscribing to a particular podcast. Follow. Now, each podcast page allows you to add specific episodes to your playlist. Yeah? And then download that episode. You can get notifications of new episodes and other features. The settings for each lets you to decide whether to automatically download an episode or mark all the past episodes as played. On each podcast now playing page, you can back up 10 seconds. You can go forward 30 seconds. You can switch the speed. You can trim silent sections. And as with Pocket Cast that I talked about at first, Spotify syncs across platforms. I think it's um, fairly impressive in terms of the features, in terms of the features, um, podcast features that it actually has. Yep. And the premium, yes, Spotify's premium plan adds offline music listening. You can download podcasts on the free plan. The premium plan also removes ads, increases the sound quality, and it costs $10.99 a month for individuals, $5.99 a month for students, $14.99 a month for two accounts, and $16.99 for up to six accounts, including Spotify Kids. Yup. And then finally, I think this is a word pattern news. Tech billionaire Elon Musk claimed that his Neuralink company has successfully implanted one of its wireless brain chips in a human. Elon, you have finally done it. Like, I know that you had this thing, in, like, you always wanted to do it, but now I confirm. Like, come on. So, the goal of the company is to connect human brains to computers to help them tackle complex um, neurological conditions. Uh, in a post on X, which is formerly you know, known as Twitter, Elon said that the promising brain activity has been detected after the procedure and the patient is recovering well. What does recovering well mean? In May 2023, Elon Musk's company Neuralink was given permission to test the chip on humans. I'm talking about this like with my colleagues just this morning. And someone said, hey, Tony, what's up now? What if, you know, like, they start controlling our brains? And I'm like, guy, our minds or our brains? I will not even be using any of both, mind or brain, by the time this actually, like, floats. Um, Neuralink has been criticized in the past, with Reuters reporting in December 2022 that a company engaged in testing, which resulted in the deaths of approximately 1,500 animals, including sheep, monkeys, and pigs. But then in July 2023, the head of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, um, which usually investigates uh, animal welfare concerns, said he had not found any violations of animal research rules you know, at the, the firm at that particular time. Now, there are a number of rival companies, you know, that have already implanted similar devices so that we don't, you know, think that this is like the first time groundbreaking. Uh, you have the Ecole Polytechnique Federal in Lausanne. In Switzerland, they successfully enabled a paralyzed man to walk just by thinking. And that was achieved by putting electronic implants on his brain and spine, which uh, wirelessly communicated thoughts to his legs and his feet. We hope 
that this goal to connect human brains to computers to help us tackle complex neurological conditions is something that actually moves humanity forward and not something that we would be regretting in a very long time. I, I just I hope for the best. I always hope for the best. This is Tony's Tech Side. Every weekday, 9 a.m. West African time. Join me live on africatechradio.com. Meanwhile, share, like, and comment on everything you see from Africa Tech Radio and from Tony's Tech Side. Ciao. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.